morning i i want us to be uh, to look at this um, topic spiritual growth we are going to look at spiritual growth in 2022 spiritual growth is very important for our lives you know we expect to grow in different areas but spiritual growth is also necessary we we'll look at some scriptures and establish some very vital things we need to do to grow we're talking about overflowing in god's goodness for us god's blessings for us but i want us to see that it is inched on <clears throat> it is inched on spiritual growth if you look at some 114 you see what the scripture says there the psalmist was looking at what happened when the children of israel left egypt and uh, it he established some things there that showed why those things happened you know the 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 children of israel knew the acts of god but moses saw the ways of god father in the name of jesus we pray for understanding we pray for the wisdom of your word and the lord that you set our paths in the direction of increase to overflowing in the name of jesus thank you for this time with your word as we feed on your word lord we pray that it shall be evidence in our life lord it will be evidence in our spiritual lives in the name of jesus amen if you look at that some one one four i'm going to start from there you see what the psalmist wrote there he said when israel went out of egypt the house of jacob from a people of strange language judah was his sanctuary and israel is dominion the sea saw it and fled jordan was driven back the mountains skipped like rams and the little hills like lambs what held the you know he started asking why did these things happen oh these things happened when the children of israel were leaving egypt why did these things happen look at what is he started asking question about those things in verse 5 he said what hail thee o thou sea that thou fleddest why did you flee he said thou jordan that thou was driven back ye mountains that ye skipped 
like rams, and ye little hills like lambs, you know, questions. You say, tremble thou earth at the presence of the Lord, at the presence of the God of Jacob. So it's about the presence of God. And you know, that's where we grow. That's where we grow. So when you see the manifestation or manifestations, the reason is that there is a spiritual growth. Somebody has been with the Lord. Tremble thou F. You know, it was giving the answer to the questions because, you know, the, we read the stories, we just think, but you know, somebody was always going to the presence of God. It will always go back to God and say, what do I do? It's not that things just started happening. Oh, it will just happen. No, it's a spiritual growth. And spiritual growth is a function of interaction with God. Our interactions with God. And it's more individual than uh, it's a corporate thing. It's an individual thing. You know, so... The psalmist was explaining why he, these things happen. They don't just happen. We just think things just will just fall in place. They will just happen. No, it's because there is an interaction. He said, tremble thou earth at the presence of the Lord, at the presence of the God of Jacob. If you remember that uh, even Jacob had an, oh, I didn't know he had an encounter with God. The same God of Jacob. Jacob had an encounter with him. You know, you, you saw the sons of Scaphas. They went out, ah, they wanted to do what everybody was doing that they saw. Those who were walking with Jesus, the apostle. And then it, it became clear that it is, there's an identity you get when you have been with the Lord. You know, and then. The demons were like asking, who are you? Who are you? So things don't just move. Things don't just happen. Miracles don't just happen. It is based on the interaction with God. That's why I say, tremble thou earth, in verse 7, giving us the answer. At the presence of the Lord, at the presence of the God of Jacob. Don't, don't forget that even... Uh, Moses was very, very conscious of that. He said, we will not go except your presence go with us. Except your presence go with us. I will send an angel. Said, we will not go except your presence go with us. Verse 8, which turned the, rocks, the rock into a standing water, the flint into a fountain of waters. You can see that these things didn't just happen. It was because there was an interaction with God. There was an interaction with God. And that really spells spiritual growth. You know, interestingly, preparing for this message, as I woke up, you know, and uh, my son Daniel woke up and he was asking me that he's afraid of going to the next class. I knew, okay, God, this is exactly. Uh, a confirmation to this word this morning. Somebody is afraid of the next level. But I have come to tell you that what you need 
is to go to the presence of God. You know, you go to the presence of God through his word. You go to the presence of God through prayers. And you just need to grow. Immediately you grow, fear disappears. And that was the answer I gave him. I said, as you grow, you'll be able to face the next class. Have you forgotten that when you were in the other class, the last class, you were younger. So as you are growing every day, and you grow every day, you enter into the next class. So he, you know, he asked me again. He said, I should repeat what I said. I, I knew it was a confirmation of the fact that God wants us to grow. So I repeated myself. Now, how do we grow? How do we grow? You remember Jesus said in Luke chapter 4, verse 4, that man shall not live. You know, as we are living, we are growing. Every day. We've woken up, we are growing. You are becoming older. But one thing is that we cannot live. No, we can't live our lives like this. We must live by the word. Luke 4, 4. Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word, every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. Another thing is that we must exercise. We must exercise ourselves in the word of God. First Timothy chapter 4, verse 8, for bodily exercise. Let's turn there. Profited little. But godliness is profited or profitable unto all things. Now, does it only profit only in spiritual things? No. No. Even in physical things. Let's turn to 1 Timothy chapter 4, verse 8. They say, for bodily exercise profited little, but godliness is profitable unto all things, all things, having promise of the life that now is and of that which is to come. Exercise. We eat, we exercise, we walk. The next one is to walk. You know, you can, you can, you can grow in faith, but you must exercise that faith. And you must enter into the place of work with the faith. You remember James talking about uh, the fact that if you say you have faith and you don't have work, he said, uh, uh, he said it's death. Where life is, there is work. Jesus said in John chapter 9, verse 4, I must walk the walks of the Father while it is day. The night cometh when no man can walk. We grow into the night. You know, Ecclesiastes talked about that. Talked about the night season of everybody's life. Everybody's growing to the night season. There's time to walk. Now, those are the things that make us to grow. We eat, we exercise, we walk. We don't just eat, you know, just like the king, uh, the scripture was talking about the king. He said, uh, 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 he said, uh, what to a, to, to a nation is a people whose king is a child. He said, but for the other one, the opposite, he said, he, the king eats for strength. He doesn't just eat, he eats for strength. He eats for strength. And what is strength is for you to walk. Now, the 
Another thing is important, Jesus really talked about it, and we need to look at it, is in Mark chapter 6. If we must grow spiritually, we must eat, we must exercise, we must work, and let's look at this one, we must rest. We must rest. Mark chapter 6, Jesus talked about spiritual rest. Mark chapter 6, Mark chapter 6, verse 30 and 31. It says, here it says, and, okay, Mark chapter 6, verse 30, 31. And the apostles gathered themselves together unto Jesus and told him all things, both what they had done and what they are taught. You have seen, walk. They wouldn't have been able to teach except they have ate. They must have studied. They must have stayed with the word. They must have exercised the word. Then they've done all this, and then they came to Jesus, telling Jesus what they have done. So there are many people filled with activities. They are filled with, oh, eating, exercising, walk, but they do not rest. Jesus answered. He actually told them something there about spiritual growth, verse 31. And he said unto them, come ye yourselves apart into a desert place and rest a while. And he told us something there. He said, for there were many coming and going, and they had no leisure so much to as to eat. You go back to where you eat. It's a circle. You go back to where you eat. The rest is a place to go back to your personal place where you eat. If you want to grow spiritually, you must have your own personal study time. You must have your own personal study of, word, of the word of God. You must stay with the word. You must stay in the place of prayer. You know, Jesus, no matter what he does, he withdraws. He withdraws to his own place of prayer. He withdraws to his place of study. He withdraws. Luke chapter 2, verse 40. I, that verse of the scripture has been coming uh, for some time now as Reverend is teaching concerning uh, favor. Luke chapter 2, verse 40. And the child grew and waxed strong in the spirit, full of wisdom. You know, and the favor of God or the grace of God was upon him. And if you look at verse, the last verse of that chapter, it talked about the increase. He said, and Jesus increased in wisdom. Hey, you, nobody, nobody increases until he separates himself. Proverbs talks about that. A man having separated himself, intermingled with all wisdom. That's the place where it is. It's a place of rest. After you have eaten, you have exercised, you have walked, you need to rest. Jesus chipped that, that that's the place where it happens. And that's the presence of God. Where you pray, where you fast, where you study the word, you know, you know, the scripture talks about that. Those things will be rewarded. He said, when you fast, don't do like the Pharisees. When you pray, don't do like the Pharisees. He said, they do all that that men will see them. But your father rewards your secrets. 
Those are the place, I mean, that's the place where increase is really gotten. We eat, we exercise, we walk, and we rest. We must rest. We must go back. That's the place where we eat again, interact with the presence of God. We come back in the place of exercise. We enter into the place of work. We return back to the place of rest. And we must do it as individuals. You must determine to do that in your life. 2022, we will grow spiritually, but there are spiritual principles we must follow. We must follow. God is really happy when we grow. That that we are increasing in stature does not mean that we are growing. I'm, I'm, I'm 30 years old. I'm 40 years old. I'm 50 years old. It's beyond that. If you look at the description of Jesus' life in that Luke chapter 2, verse 40, let's, let's turn there. Luke chapter 2, verse 40. And the child grew and walked strong in spirit, filled with wisdom, and the grace of God was upon him. The last verse, and Jesus increased in wisdom and stature and in favor with God and man. So there is need for an increase in wisdom, even as we grow older. There's need for an increase in the things of the spirit, even as we grow older. Now, let's look at 2 Samuel chapter 19. Just one or two case studies, a little, just to help us see what the scripture says about spiritual growth. Okay. Um, Second Samuel chapter 19, verse 35. I am this day first call years old. I guess that's that's 80. First call is times two. First call, I think that's 80, yes. 80 years old. And I can discern between good and evil. Can thy servant test what I eat or what I drink? Can I hear any more the voice of singing men and singing women? Wherefore then should thy servant be yet a burden unto my Lord, the King? Verse 36, thy servant will go a little way over Jordan with the king. And why should the king recompense it me with such a reward? Let's go to Deuteronomy 139. I just want to read those ones. We can study those areas, see the life of those people. They grew, they became older, but there were some things in their lives. Deuteronomy 1, I guess, okay, verse 39. Moreover, your little ones, which ye said should be a prey, and your children, which in that day 
had no knowledge between good and evil. They shall go in thither, and unto them will I give it, and they shall possess it. If you take, if you look at that, he was talking about little ones. It means that if all you know, but before then, you know, little children don't know good and evil. It's when you grow, you start knowing good and evil. But there are possessions at every level. That's why I say they will enter, they will possess little ones. It's a no knowledge between good and evil. You know, as we grow, we grow first as we're growing. There's a stage where there's no knowledge of good and evil. Then there's a stage of knowledge of good and evil, like that place we read in 2 Samuel chapter 19. The man was 80 years and was talking about good and evil. That's this level of knowledge, you know. But look at Hebrews chapter 5, verse 14. Hebrews chapter 5, verse 14. Hebrews chapter 5, verse 14. It says, But strong meat belongeth to them that are of full age. Full age in this context is spiritual, not a number of age. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm already four score. Even those who by, who by reason of use exercise, have their senses exercised to discern both good and evil, both good and evil. So as we grow, we grow into that level where we can discern between good and evil. And I think that's the lowest. It's for children in the kingdom. It's for children in the kingdom. But as we grow older, we now know better what is the difference between good and evil. But more importantly, God wants us to enter into the realm of good and better. That was why when Paul was teaching about the law, till today there's confusion about the law and grace. Because it, it is a choice between good and better. That's where the problem is. But you need to grow for you to get to grow beyond good and evil and enter into the realm of good and better. Uh, that, that was why when people were confused, Paul quickly wrote to Timothy. He said, look, the law is good. It's not that the law is evil. He said, the law is good, but there's what is better. He said, I count it done. Done. Because he started looking at things in the perspective of good and better. Not good and evil anymore. You know, so he saw that there's a realm called good and there's a realm called better. It is not a choice between good and evil. It was a choice between good and evil when man fell. That was why they had the knowledge of good and evil. They had the knowledge of good and evil. Genesis chapter 2, around verse 9. That was why they had the knowledge of good and evil. That's why today every child grows into that first, into the knowledge of good and evil. But when you stay with God, when you rest with God, when you stay in the place of rest, when you have eaten, it's not just to eat, you know, but you have eaten, you have exercised, you have walked. You saw Hebrews chapter 5 verse 14, that after we have exercised ourselves in these things, we will be able to know between good and evil. But friends, oh, it is more than that. There's a realm called good and better. 
There's a realm called good and better, where you choose between good and better. That was why Paul was making mention of, ah, it, it will be, he said, ah, he, he wants to be in heaven or to be with them. He was choosing, he was, okay, it is better for me to be with you for some time, for some reasons. Oh, uh, uh, I'm at liberty to eat whatever I want to eat. My faith, my, my conscience does not condemn me. But he said because of those who are little ones around, he will not do them. You see, it is not a choice between good and evil, Adare. It's a, uh, it's a choice between good and better. The law is good. First Timothy chapter 1, verse 8. But grace is better. Hebrews chapter 12. Verse 22 to 24. When we come to the presence of God, let's not forget where we started. Psalm 114. What causes the difference is the presence of God. It is for us to stay in the place of rest. We withdraw to the place of rest where we interact with God through his word, through prayer, through fasting, through meditations. Hebrews chapter 12, verse 22. 24 to 24. But you are come unto Mount Zion and unto the city of the living God, the heavenly Jerusalem, and to the innumerable uh, and to an innumerable company of angels, to the general assembly and church of the firstborn, which are written in heaven, and to God the judge of all, and to all to the spirits of just men made perfect and to Jesus, the mediator of the new covenant, and to the blood of sprinkling that speaketh better things than that of Abel. When you come to the presence of God, what you come to learn is better things, is better things, is better things. It is not just good things, it's better things. That was why Paul was able to choose. He became mature to the point that he was able to choose between good and better, and he, he always went for the better. He always went, he went for the better. But you cannot know what is better, except you stay with Jesus. You stay in the presence of God. You know, after they went to do all they did and they returned rejoicing, rejoicing, rejoicing. They rejoiced. Ah, and Jesus rejoiced also in the spirit. He said, I see, this, I see Satan fall like lightning, you know. But he told them something. He said, rejoice not in these things, but rejoice that your names are written in heaven. There are things that are better. There are things that are better. There are things that are better. So Paul was one person who was that mature because he walked in, in wisdom. He walked in wisdom. And even Peter acknowledged it. That look, this man concerning his writing. It became a thing that many struggle with. He said, but one thing is that the man has wisdom in his writing. So it is about the fact that we stay in the presence of God, eat his word, exercise the word, walk the word, and rest. And rest is not that you stop walking. Because if you read that portion of the scripture, Mark chapter 6, verse 30, to 31, and you read for that, you discover that people came again, and Jesus entered into uh, it was he entered into ministry again. He went back into the work, he went back to the work, he ministered to them. But the fact is that he, he, he told us there 
that there are many busy. There are many doing a lot of things. They have not had time to rest. And the time to rest is the place of study of the word, your own personal fasting, your own personal prayer life. Those are, those are the entities in the place of rest. And that's where God will reward more. You remember the Bible says it will reward our secrets. So this year, spiritual growth is necessary as we grow physically and in other areas of our life. And we would enjoy the overflowing of our interaction with the presence of God. I trust that God will help us also to choose rightly. It is not about good and evil. For us, it is between good and better. But we move forward, we move to the better. The path of the righteous shineth brighter and brighter unto the perfect day. That is our position. That is our direction. That is our focus. God will help us this year to enter into our better places in Jesus' name. Thank you for listening and have a blessed day.